0: I have a very special guest today. Her name is Dr. Corinne Pullen. She and I met when we worked together at Holistic Urgent Care, oh, like three years ago, maybe four. She's an incredible doctor, and today she is going to share with us something that I've wanted to learn about for years. It's called hair mineral analysis, and we're going to talk about how it is such an affordable way to pinpoint imbalances and dysfunction in the body and I just let's dive in so that she can tell you and me all about it welcome to the road to living whole podcast I'm your host Marian Mitchell I help people diagnosed with chronic disease figure out how to eat so you can live life again this podcast is going to teach you my realistic approach to eating well with chronic disease plus all the lifestyle strategies that are essential to truly having the life you dream of. Need a friend to help you plan meals, navigate the complicated healthcare system, and regain confidence again? I see you, friend, and I have the answers you've been seeking. Grab your kombucha notebook, let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Pullen. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, for you guys listening, we are talking about a subject that I actually very know very little about. So I'm going to be learning right along with you and it's hair mineral analysis. And we are just going to dive in. Dr. Pullen, tell us who you are, your training, the name of your practice, where you practice and what you specialize in. Okay. Marion,
1: thank you so much for having me on today. I am thrilled to share more about today's topic, hair mineral analysis, and just a little about me. I'm Dr. Corinne Poulin. I graduated from Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine, and that is with a doctor of naturopathic medicine. So I'm currently a licensed physician in Arizona. However, after graduation, I started working at holistic urgent care and primary care in Scottsdale, which is where We had the opportunity to work together for about a year or so. And then I ended up moving to Texas to be closer to family um, with my little ones. That's where I found out, you know, there was just lacking opportunity in Houston and the Texas area, just being an unregulated state for naturopathic doctors. But this actually blossomed into the start of Lone Star Natural Health. And because we are in the Lone Star state of Texas, I thought, what better name to give it than that? And my idea to serve the Houston community now has spread into this growing telehealth company. And I now see clients nationwide, which is just so amazing. And I'm so blessed to that. have this company.
0: I'm so excited for you. And yeah, we did, uh, we worked together at holistic and, um, now you mentioned that, uh, Texas is an unregulated state for naturopathic doctors. Can you tell us what that means for people who live in Texas or in unregulated States? Like, what does that look like for them? If they're trying to find a qualified, uh, integrative physician? Yes. I'm so glad you asked this. So
1: moving to Texas and any unregulated or what we call pre-licensed state that are working towards licensing naturopathic doctors, it just means that not everyone who calls himself a naturopath or naturopathic doctor has a license, which there, there's definitely a problem there. Um, but to find a one that has a license somewhere or has went to actual medical school, you want to go on A andMC website. Um, and find one there and make sure that they went to one of the five accredited schools in the United States or Canada.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for clarifying that. I think that's really important. Um, it's kind of like health coach, like there's MLMs that call themselves health coaches, but they don't, they're not actually trained in coaching. They're just trained in a product. Um, so I think exactly. that's really, really good for people to know. Exactly. Um, it's so- a four-year medical school versus a
1: one-year online program. And that. The differences are very very clear. Yeah, you see a in Arizona. Naturopath,
0: yeah. Naturopathic doctors are actually licensed medical doctors, so your MDS, um, and then here in the state you can put after your name NMDs, so naturopathic medical doctor. And in other states like Texas, um, you don't have that um, qualifying factor, I guess is what I, I'll call it. Um, so tell us about every doctor has a specialty, you know, there's general practice and then there's like rheumatology and all that, even within naturopathic medicine. So why don't you tell us kind of what you're focusing on and who your ideal patient would be? Sure. Sure. So I definitely
1: have special interest in working with those suffering from like digestion or gut dysfunction, a lot of autoimmune disorders, like chronic fatigue, women's health. Um, basically I put under the umbrella, like anyone who is sick and tired of being sick and tired and just helping them discover the root cause of their symptoms. And that's where naturopathic medicine really shines.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So hair mineral analysis, I have heard about this over the years and I've kind of looked into it, but because I focus on food, that was just kind of like put on hold, but I know it's a tool in the toolbox and I love that you really use this in your practice. So can you tell everybody what that is, what it's looking at and why you feel that this is a great starting point, especially for those who are having autoimmune issues, chronic illness, or just chronic symptoms that aren't going away and doctors can't find the root cause of
1: you literally hit the nail on the head. Doctors can't always find the root cause of, or they're running all these tests and they're not seeing anything out of, out of whack. And they're saying, you know, your labs are normal, but you know, they're not feeling good. They're saying, well, why am I feeling this way? Then this is kind of digging deeper. And I'm a big fan of lab tests that give us a lot of information to work with. So Hair mineral analysis being such a key part of my practice is huge. Um, I really love the Dutch dried urine test, the stool test, organic acid test. I use a lot of vibrant tests. So all of these you know, labs that give us a lot of information, I still use all of those. But when I started using the hair mineral analysis, I found it was really cost effective. Almost all my clients can afford to at least start with this test, if not one of the others in combination. But the hair mineral analysis gives us so much information with low cost and it's less invasive than a blood draw or stool sample. Um, And it comes back and it kind of gives us immediate action steps of, you know, foods that we can incorporate foods to take out of your diet. You know, are you digesting properly? It gives us a window as to what we should be looking at from there.
0: I absolutely love that. And um I actually did do this test and I have to say like I'm suffering from post-covid hair loss and so the fact that I had to like go to the root of my head and like scrape off some hairs I was like I already don't have very many, but it was actually really good. And um we're going to do another episode reviewing my results. So that's going to be really cool. But yeah, so I, 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 I actually got, you know, those little face razors, I got one of those and I like did little bits of hair all over my head. And then you use that the part brilliant. that's closest. Yeah, yeah. That's closest to the root. So let's talk about that. Like when we're looking at hair mineral analysis, what does like, what, what are we looking for? And in what time frame are we looking for?
1: I'm so glad you asked this. So like you mentioned, we're testing the hair closest to the root of the head, because this is the freshest hair. This is what has just been pumped out of your body basically. Um, And it shows your mineral flows in your blood over a period of time. So it's not just showing the last couple of days. It's not just showing the snapshot in the blood at the time that you're drawing it. It's actually showing two to three months of mineral information as your hair is growing out. So basically what you do when you, when you cut off that piece of hair, you're sending them the root, they burn it up, they break it down and see, you know, how much like minerals and metals are in your hair whenever they measure it. Then
0: that's really, really cool. And I love that. um, you know, everybody thinks about blood draws being like the gold standard, but this takes it to a whole other level because it's almost like, your fasting blood glucose and your A1C. Like one is like a snapshot in like a time. And one is like the overall, like what has it been for the last three months? And I can really see how that would be beneficial. Can you tell us more about like when people get the results? What do the values mean? How do you interpret this?
1: That's a really good point to ask is because if you're looking at this from an angle that you've not seen a test like this before, you're looking at just the single values. You might not understand what's going on. So mineral deficiency or excess when revealed in the hair test, it can indicate a possible deficiency, excess, or bio unavailability of that mineral in the body. So for example, if you're super stressed, I see this often, those people's magnesium can be really high in the hair so you're like, oh, you know, I'm supplementing with magnesium. I must be getting enough through my diet. You know, I must be doing really good. No, no, no. Let's back up. Not necessarily. Right. So if you have excess magnesium in your body, you're more so just burning through it so much that you're using up a lot of the magnesium and it's showing up high in your hair. So you're still needing and requiring more magnesium. It's not the fact that you're so high that you can stop taking your magnesium supplement. It's more so that you're burning through a lot of it. So looking at it through different lenses, and especially looking at ratios of certain minerals in the hair, looking for patterns. So being able to tell your body's under stressors, looking at adrenal fatigue, thyroid insufficiency, immune system, metabolic rate, and it's just giving you so much information about what's going on. It also tests heavy metal toxicity, which, you know, can just be such a wide array of symptoms and what future diseases that these can cause. Um, it's, it's a great part of the test besides just the minerals also the heavy metals.
0: You know, that's so interesting because heavy metal tests, blood draws are ridiculously expensive. Um, so I love that this, you know, can at least give people a starting point if they need to do more. Um, cause a lot of people do worry about heavy metal poisoning and that, you know, aluminum and lead and things like that. So that's the type of stuff that you're going to, you can see in this test, correct? Yes. Yes. So
1: I, I like to talk about this test. If people are having fatigue, hair loss, brain fog moodiness, uh, weight gain or weight loss resistance, even if if you're eating well, um, thyroid function, chronic pain, all of these things are pointing like red flags, like we need to check for heavy metals in anyone showing these symptoms or say they've had amalgam fillings or they live in polluted areas, you know, in the U S big cities or overseas, or say they're living um, or they're smoking tobacco or, you know, just all of these things that pointing to we should be checking this person for heavy metals.
0: That is awesome. Can you tell us the difference between like the heavy test, heavy metal testing between hair, urine, and blood? I think that that's going to be really interesting and really good for people to know the difference because they're all tools in the toolbox. So how do we use it effectively?
1: Yeah. So it's knowing when to use these. So each of them have their good times to when we should use the blood test, urine test, hair test, um, blood test is really showing recent exposure over the last few days. So if you think you've been exposed to lead mercury, anything like recently, and you want to see how high that is in your blood, go for the blood test. Like you said, that's expensive though. Urine is usually done only if you can use a chelator to pull them out of the soft tissues to get them into the urine then. Um, And this is like EDTA, which is really good for testing for lead toxicity. DMPS is really good for chelating or challenging for mercury. And again, you're having to do certain challenges for certain heavy metals. Um, I really like hair because hair is soft tissue. So heavy metals get stored long-term in soft tissue, like hair, nails, bone. So this is, kind of like the gold standard for heavy metal testing, because, you know, you're detoxing these out into your hair and you can see your past three months of detoxing exposure to these heavy metals.
0: That is awesome. Like, I'm just like, so intrigued. What uh, you mentioned a few symptoms of what, what would indicate testing doing a hair mineral analysis. Can you list those again for us so that people might be able to like, kind of check the boxes and go, Hmm, this might be for me.
1: Yes. Yes, certainly. Certainly. Um, so fatigue, hair loss, brain fog, moodiness, weight gain, and like weight loss resistance. So if you have been eating really well and you're still struggling to lose weight, um, if you're having stress hormone dysfunction, like your cortisol patterns off, um, thyroid function dysfunction. So, um, if your thyroid's been off chronic pain, um, poor immune system, if you're having frequent colds or flus, all of these can be pointing to heavy metals
0: or uh, mineral imbalances. Thank you so much. My next question is when we're like, we've talked about heavy metals, let's talk about minerals and why looking at mineral status would be important. And maybe if share with us a few implications that could potentially lead to chronic illness or contribute to Ongoing chronic illness symptoms that aren't responding maybe to diet and lifestyle change and medication. Like, I would love to talk about that a little bit more. Uh,
1: so, typically whenever I'm looking at different values, you know, these can point to different insufficiencies in the body. So, you know, one that I kind of point out to people who are having gut issues or enzyme deficiencies is phosphorus. Um, and this is kind of whenever we start to look at, are you able to break down your food? And if you're not able to break down your food, then you're not absorbing those minerals. You're not absorbing those nutrients. This can create mineral imbalances and insufficiencies are you taking medications that are depleting you of certain nutrients or minerals? Um, Are you taking supplements that might be competing with you being able to absorb those other nutrients or minerals or vitamins? So these are all kind of taken into play. um, You know, every interaction of vitamins and minerals
0: have on each other. That is really interesting. Uh, What are some ways to get good, good mineral balance from for like day to day? What is that? What is like, what are the implications of that? And what can we do maybe starting today to start making sure that those vitamins and minerals aren't maybe counteracting with each other, but they're able to work together in a symbiotic relationship? Yes. Yes.
1: I feel like we are growing up in a time where our soil is so depleted of the nutrients we need and our environment is so full of toxins more than ever before. So things that we can start to do is my favorite is good quality salt. So we need to add in sea salt to our diet. Like I said, the soils are deficient. People are grossly deficient in minerals, and we need to add them in through diet and supplementation. I also use trace mineral drops in my water. Um, two of my favorite salts are like the Redmond's real salt, Icelandic flakes, Himalayan sea salt. Those are kind of the top quality salts just because they have such a variety of the minerals in it. And that's exactly what we need. We need variety, diversity in our food, um, in our minerals, all of that kind of stuff. Also food-based vitamin C, organic B vitamin foods. One thing that I do see in some long-term vegans or vegetarians is, they're just low across the board in certain minerals because meat is so very mineral rich, especially liver organ meats. Um, also sea vegetables like dried seaweed is a salty snack. These are all really important. Um, especially concerning, you know, fatigue when, when we're not having enough of these minerals to create energy in our body, we're going to be fatigued. We're going to be slowed down. We're not, we're going to not feel good.
0: You know, that's so interesting. Um, you know, One of my passions is sustainability and, um, biodiversity and regenerative farming. And I'm actually very pro meat eating. I I don't work well with vegetarians and vegans that diet made me really, really sick. You know, most people think of meat as pure, like basically amino acids, That there's nothing else in it, but it is actually extremely mineral rich you know, I'm actually really big into organ meats as well. And I'm, I've started with liver and heart and I'm kind of starting to branch out these days and actually eating it versus taking it in capsules. Um, I think it's real, I would, I really just want to stress to the listeners that meat is not the bad guy. It's how it's raised and how it's slaughtered and how it impacts the environment around it. And, you know, don't just get rid of it because of farming practices, or you think you're going to be more healthy because actually you need, animal-based products, uh, in your diet. And this is one of the reasons why. So
1: Marion, I love this. Please continue to tell everybody this far and wide. I just feel like we're getting further away from, you know, nutrient dense diets that help us to feel our best by again, not just steering away from it altogether instead of
0: focusing on quality of the food quality, the type of, uh, the way it was raised, the way it's slaughtered, all of that plays a huge role. And yes, vegetables are important, but they cannot give us all that we need because, you know, there, there's so many anti-nutrients and all these other things. And then again, this soil is depleted, like the amount of vitamin C in an orange in the 1950s compared to today, you'd have to eat eight oranges to get the same amount. But when it comes to meat, yeah. But when it comes to meat, like you don't see that like, especially if it's been raised on a natural diet, eating lots of grass and, you know, things like that versus maybe soybean casings and Skittles and things right, like that that right, feed, right? right? Yes. But even if you can't get, you know, farm-raised local animal products, it's still better than not having them at all. And I think that's really, I'm just getting, I'm getting on my soapbox here, but that's a really important, that's really important to me. Um, just because I've tried the spectrum of diets and, you know, there is a lot of conflicting science out there, but I have to say the most consistent is that animal having animal products in your diet is absolutely necessary. We are omnivores Mm -hmm. uh, for a reason. And, you know, I went vegan because of farming practices. And then when I realized that there's a different option where I can still, you know, eat sustainably and not support these big ranches that abuse the farmers and abuse the animals and all of that stuff. Like it was really, my health just skyrocketed Mm -hmm. from there. All right. Off of my soapbox. I'm standing next to you
1: cheering you on. I'm
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you shared all that. That was great. Thank you. Um, let's go back to the hair mineral analysis. So you talked about how affordable this is. How affordable is it? And then, what does that look like compared to maybe other tests that are an option as well?
1: Yeah. So typically, it's one hundred twenty dollars to the lab, and this is super comparable. Um, you know, to let's say a Dutch test, which is three fifty or three ninety nine to four ninety nine, depending on what you get. Um, the stool tests range from 300 to 450. I mean, some practitioners are offering it for six, $700, depending on what panel you get. It is typically $120 to the lab. I would love to offer it for a spring special to your listeners where you get it for $90. And anyone listening to this can mention the road to living Whole podcast, and you'll get a discount. Even if this spring special isn't still running at the time and you hear this as I know I'm one to listen to podcasts from like 2018 sometimes, and I miss out on some of the deals. So I do want to um, give you a deal. It might not be that, you know, full, full $90 um, deal, but I will definitely give you a discount for listening to our podcast today.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And I hope that you guys will take advantage of that special, especially if you are maybe at the point where you're just kind of stepping foot into integrative medicine and the cost scares you off. This is a, I think this is a great place to start. Um, you know, I, uh, recently kind of like my health kind of went pfft after, um, two years of just being in a really stressful, like different situations. And I had to do all of that testing. I did adrenal fatigue and then I did a whole like panel and hormone panel and all of that. And it was,
1: mm-hmm. I would say it wasn't
0: ridiculous, but I love that the price point really does give you a starting point and you can start fixing things. And then you, if you need to test further, it's very targeted and you're not just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall based on symptoms. Like this is actually like evidence and it makes, yes. I, I think it would make, Swallowing the cost of more testing, uh, like it tastes better, right? It kind of mm-hmm. tastes better in the mouth because we're so used to insurance based medicine where we only do the tests that insurance covers. But when you really want to get better, insurance isn't there for you to get better. Their job mm-hmm. is to make themselves money. So if you're willing to take your health into your hands and you're willing to spend the money cash price and actually get the help that you need, it's just really hard to swallow. So I love how affordable this test is. Um, so if they're going to take advantage of this special or if they just want you to be their doctor, how, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Yes, um, my website is probably the easiest. So Lonestarnaturalhealth.com. And if you click on schedule, now you can schedule that free 15 minute discovery call with me. And we can chat about all things that you're looking for in a doctor, all things that you want to work on, make sure that we're good fit. And then, you know, get you booked and get your hair kit sent to you ASAP. So we can get started on getting you feeling better.
0: Awesome. And I'll have that link in the show notes if you're listening. So you can just go, you can just go and click on that and it'll take you right there. Uh, Dr. Pullen is a wonderful doctor. Um, I love working with her and integrative medicine. Like it's really, it's really hard to know where a good doctor is. And I just feel so blessed that I have this circle of amazing doctors. And it's nice to have one that's in the Midwest because most people are in Arizona. Um, But the fact that you're in Texas and it Mm -hmm. is an unregulated state means that, you know, here's a doctor that, you know, actually is a doctor and knows how to, do medicine, and so I will put all of that in the show notes for everybody to be able to contact you. Thank you again for being on the show and for sharing your expertise. And I look forward to having you back to review my results and talk more about deficiencies and excess. And is it really an excess, or does that mean that I'm stressed? Or you? I'm just really excited to dive into this more and give people kind of a snapshot into what they can expect if they get this test. So thanks yes. again.
1: Thank you, Marian. I had a blast talking with you today and just sharing all this fun information with your listeners. So thank you again.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.